On the Healthy Human Revolution podcast, Dr. Lori Marbus interviews nutrition and lifestyle medicine experts and extraordinary guests whose informative and inspiring stories will empower you with the knowledge to transform your life and health. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marbus, and I'm super excited to welcome Brittany Giroudi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. And you have a really fun story. It's just, these are people like you are so inspiring to others. And it's so nice, you know, that you're sharing your uh, story and all that lovely information and good food, um, which we just shared, by the way, guys at Plenty Still Health, our uh, newsletter, we highlighted one of your recipes. So that's exciting. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, so this all kind of started for me um, about five years ago. I kind of blinked and it's been five years of doing this now, so that's pretty amazing. Um, And even before I found plant-based, I'll go back a little bit further. So um, in my early 20s, around uh, 24, 25, I started having some major health issues. Um, I had high blood pressure that was flagged at a regular annual doctor's appointment. I kind of thought it was just nerves, but continually it was high. It was high even when I wasn't at the doctor's office. So I was put on on a medication, which didn't bring it down enough. So they actually put me on two medications at 25. I also had a blood test taken. I was newly married and my husband's work made us, we were allowed to get a um, blood test done for the insurance purpose. You got the little discount if you got this blood test and your spouse did. And um, I'm so thankful that I got that test done because they ran things that weren't in my annual blood work, like a C-reactive protein level, um, which I had never heard of before, but it came back flagged high and it was at 16. Wow. Under three is normal. So that was a huge, like, besides the blood pressure and being on meds already, um, that was a huge wake up call for me. And then my cholesterol was um, 242 for my total. So that was also being talked about putting on a statin. And so I have a pretty extensive family history of heart disease. And um, my dad has had tons of surgeries and um, elementary school. He had a triple bypass. He has had stents. He has a defibrillator. He actually just had a stroke. Uh, last summer. So the risk of all of those things and um, the impact of that disease in my life was very apparent. I also had an uncle who passed very young from heart-related issues, uh, cardiac issues. I just lost an aunt from cardiac issues, my dad's brother and sister. Um, So it's something I was very, very cautious of already. And then on the other side of my family, Uh, history is that my mom had uh, cancer three different times in her life. So breast cancer was a huge thing. Um, Actually, my mom actually passed from stage four breast cancer uh, two years ago. So it's something that I've seen. I've seen breast cancer and heart disease kind of, you know, really impact, not kind of, but very much impact my life. And so, you know, being a newlywed, and not wanting to go down the same path if I could help it. Um, Luckily, I stumbled upon Forks Over Knives, and it was kind of like the stars aligned for me. 
Um, I was on Easter break. It, I'm a teacher, so I was off for a few days for Easter break. I was flipping through Netflix with my husband. I had these issues that were kind of continually going on. I didn't feel the best. I actually started to have a little bit of chest pain. Um, and so, you know, I saw Forks Over Knives on Netflix. It came up that it was recommended and I watched it and I felt like it was, they were talking to me. Um, Dr. Esselstyn was of course talking about heart disease. Dr. Campbell was talking about cancer. Uh, the producer who goes through the film had his CRP taken. His was way better than mine. I think his was like six or eight. I think it was his was like around six in the film. Um, and mine was 16. He had high blood pressure, high cholesterol. And so I watched this man, you know, go through adopting a whole food plant-based diet. And then at the end, got his test results taken again. And everything came back, you know, so much better and normal. So I kind of made the decision right then and there that I was going to do it. And I was going to do it 100%. And this was my ticket to better health. And, you know, the next day I showed up at Easter at my family's Easter brunch. And I just kind of watched everyone eat ham and everything else while I just kind of sat there and, you know, didn't quite know what I could and couldn't have. I knew the main things like, you know, no animal um, items and, and dairy and different things like that. But it was still very new, you know, fresh 24 hours of watching the film. Um, so I pretty much just watched everyone kind of eat, but I was so committed that, you know, from that moment on, I just became a sponge. I read the China study cover to cover. I read Dr. Esselstyn's books. I found Dr. Greger. Um, I kind of just soaked up all of the whole food plant-based knowledge I could. And I saw results happen. I saw, uh, I felt better right away. I I always tell people too that my numbers improved, but it did take some time. I, you know, of course joined all the Facebook groups and, and followed everyone. And sometimes you hear stories of people's cholesterol like instantly dropping and blood pressure is instantly becoming better. Mine definitely improved, but it took like a while. I definitely had to stick with it. And so I always tell people too that, you know, everyone's different in their body. And I also remind myself how long I ate a certain way and didn't exercise and take care of myself. So, um, you know, to be gentle with myself that sometimes it does take some time and, you know, it did come down to normal. So my C-reactive protein now is, is beautiful. Um, but, you know, from 16, it came down to eight and then I was very upset. It wasn't, you know, under three, but it did slowly come down and I watched it kind of trek. So I just want to say to anyone watching this, you know, don't give up if, you know, in three months that it's, your numbers aren't exactly where you want them. I just really made the decision that every time I was going to put something in my mouth, was it going to help me or hurt me? And that was kind of my motto for moving forward and still what I do today. And it just has been the biggest blessing in my life. I've, you know, I don't have high blood pressure anymore. I'm not on any medication for that. I uh, don't have high cholesterol. My C-reactive protein is normal and in the low range. I feel great, don't have any chest pains. I'm able to exercise. I went from not really kind of avoiding the hills in my neighborhood with my husband on our, our walks to now like we, we go on vacation, we go places where there's mountains to climb and, and you know, I'm, I'm very active in my life now. Um, and it's just impacted me not only physically, but mentally, um, everything emotionally. And I just have such a better outlook. And so 
when I found like, I found the secret, you know, instantly you <laughs> want to share it with everyone, you know, all of your loved ones, you want mm-hmm. to help everyone, you want everyone to feel great. For me, it was almost like I wanted to save everyone because mm-hmm. I saw, you know, these awful diseases really take people I love from me. Um, and so I kind of started the YouTube channel for that reason. I just kind of made a, a vow to myself if this helped me that I was going to give back and help other people. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of started making recipes a few years into being plant-based and um it's just kind of grown and, and it's so amazing to see the impact that the internet has and all the people you can touch without even ever meeting them in person. Oh, that's fantastic. So the name of your YouTube channel for those and your website. Yep. It's the Gerudy family. Um, you can find it .com. It's on YouTube. Uh, we have a Facebook group as well. Awesome. And so, and definitely guys check out her recipes. They're quite delicious and you're just so cute anyway. So my daughter's like five, two, you're only five foot, right? Yeah, technically 4'11". Okay. Yeah, I kind of, they cut, sometimes will give it to me at the doctor's office, but really it's around 4'11". You guys are fun to hug. Like I just, cause I'm 5'7", five 5'7 seven, five seven and a half. And I'm like, come here. My daughter, my husband is Filipino. So I'm like, my boys are taller than us, but my daughter, he's like, I just, I took one for the team, gave you guys some height, but you kind of skimmed over your weight loss. You also had. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I stopped getting on the scale at a certain point, you know, I, I didn't, it was before I even found being plant-based, I was frustrated. So the last time I got on the scale, it was 180 pounds. That was the heaviest mm. I'd ever seen. But realistically from that date to when I started was a long gap. So I was probably closer to 200 realistically. Wow. Um, and that, you know, I've always been um, overweight. I, around high school, I was around 140 pounds and that for my height is technically, you know, you're obese at that point for your height. Um, and so, you know, doing this and, and, and eating the great foods and exercising, you know, I've been able to lose, I don't even, I wish I had the point where I was my heaviest, so I could say, but around 80 pounds. Wow. That's incredible. Um, so, you know, and you're exactly right when you're talking about the time frame, right? You still, I, I, I sometimes you tell people, okay, I can't let you go on those Facebook groups anymore. Like I'll have diabetics. Like, why isn't my diabetes reversed yet? Like <laughs> you're 60 years old and you, you've partied a lot in <laughs> 60 years. You're exact, but when you're younger, you, you know, even still it's taking a, a bit of time, but the high blood pressure can take a year or two. And sometimes, honestly, they don't come off all medications and that needs to be a very realistic point. It's not a panacea. It's, it's a fan, It's an amazing tool, but it's not a panacea. Um, at all. But the CRP is really interesting, isn't it? Just showing the inflammation in your body. Oh my. It's slowly, I mean, it went from 16 down to eight and I would get it tested about twice a year. Um, And then, and I still, I still get it on our, my test now, just because I've, you know, obviously had it high. So I still like to check it, but then it came down to six, then four, then three. So it it just slowly dropped the longer I had had committed to it and have done it and so it's um I always tell people that they get very frustrating when they don't see instant results and Mm. you know even being 25 you know now I'm going to be 31 next week but um you know being young my body still didn't bounce back like some other people so it's just you know everyone's so different so you have to really and I for me it wasn't I wanted the numbers to be in normal range, but I also knew that I was doing the right thing no matter what. So I figured, you know, my body eventually will get there, but um, 
but you know, I was doing this because this is what the science shows and, and, and this is the best for me. So, but I definitely felt, I did feel better instantly. So that part was very encouraging. Yeah. That's the common, the commonality is feeling better very quickly. So I, I will say that, you know, the weight may, the weight may take some time, especially people over 50, like myself, when you are <laughs> and certain hormonal things are changing, it can take a while. So my ladies who is the majority of my patients um, struggle to lose weight. is like, you just have to be patient with yourself. I didn't come on overnight. It will take a time, but that speaks volumes though at 25 to have all of those issues I would be frightened to see what was going on six years later if you hadn't changed. Um, I can't even imagine. I definitely think that, well, heart disease already probably had started, you know, with, with the symptoms and everything I was having, but I can't, I can't imagine like my risk, you know, having, um, having a mother that, that has passed from cancer, especially breast cancer, and it's happened twice to her. Um, you know, I'm, my risk already, I'm a little, susceptible to stuff. So I can't imagine um, kind of checking what my life would be, you know, now or even down the road in the near future. So I, mm-hmm. I really credit that it's like literally was the best gift. And I, I'm so thankful. I would have never imagined being here at five years ago, how mm-hmm. different your life can be in such a short, relatively short time period. So it's, um, it's just been my hugest, hugest blessing. Oh, that's fantastic. And so tell us a little bit about the other half. Is he joined as well? Yeah. So um, he, he luckily had never had any medical, um, any issues. He came from a background of his dad's actually from uh, Syria. So he grew up with a lot of plant-based foods um, that, you know, I learned to cook when we were first getting married, but, you know, most people, you know, maybe haven't tried a lentil and he's grown up with them and grains and different things like that. Um, so luckily he already was pretty minimal with meat and dairy. Um, he, I was kind of the big, the, uh, big meat person in our house. And so he didn't take very long. I would say six months to kind of jump over hundred percent with me, uh, which I'm very fortunate that, you know, it didn't really take that much convincing. He watched Forks Over Knives with me that day. And then, you know, we listened to podcasts together and he did his own research. And um, thankfully, it's been a really easy transition for us now. And then, you know, in the next couple of years when we're planning our family, I feel so blessed to be able to give them this gift as well from, you know, the start. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so what happened with discussions like with your family, your, your dad, your mom, other, is, has anyone else come on board? Yeah. So- your mom? Unfortunately, it's been a little bit harder with the rest of the family. Um, mm. I, my mom was pretty, pretty open to it. She was a nurse. Um, so she had a medical background and uh, luckily she had watched a lot of PBS of Joel Furman in the <laughs> middle of the night or something like that um, when he was on. So she already knew one, one plant-based doctor. And then, you know, I showed her um, like Dr. Grigger's information and kind of she was very open to it. It was it was a very difficult thing of I've done this for so long. These are my family traditions. I so she would dabble. I would definitely take food over when I would recipe test and try to get them to eat it. Um, and then when she got diagnosed with stage four, uh, we really tried to just go all in. And and I was kind of um, making all of their meals for them. And um, but uh, you know it didn't. It ended up not working out. And uh, 
So my dad also wasn't really interested in it. So he hasn't really done it. And like I said, he had a stroke. He had a stroke and a heart attack within a year of each other recently. Um, so that's very, very hard for me to, you know, be able to help so many people and, and not help some people that are so close to me. I do have yeah. a younger brother who also is susceptible to high blood pressure and um, he's in the Air Force and lives in Las Vegas. So last summer I was able to go out and spend some time with him and kind of take him grocery shopping, kind of show him everything. So he, um, he, he does do it. And I kind of try not to push too much and ask him every time I'm on the phone with him, like, how's it going? <laughs> um, but I know that his blood pressure had improved. So oh, I try good. to be supportive, but not overbearing with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could appreciate that for sure. So, but yeah, it really is honestly the best thing you're going to be able to do, you know, for your future family. Cause when we went plant-based 10 years ago, just about 10 years ago, my kids were teenagers <clears throat> And uh, so now they're 27, 25, and almost 23, and they're all plant-based. Emily's a doctor. The boys are um, adults doing their thing. My husband's plant-based fully. So I was really lucky that they eventually adopted because I would continue to be <laughs> obnoxious. And they can't, you know, push me out of their life from their mom. But anyway, um, no, they're really good kids. But the, that has been such a huge blessing to think, you know, when you have these little kids, you're going to, you're just basically ridding them or their future, most likely of type two diabetes, the heart disease, the high blood pressure, the cancerous, the overweight, all the food addiction, all of those things are going to go by the wayside. I literally can't think of that many family members that don't have a lifestyle disease um, wow. in my family. So I just feel like, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of the times people say, you know, your, your genetics are one thing and your lifestyle kind of pulls the trigger. And mm -hmm. I always tell people too, like my genetic makeup is definitely not my favor for so many things. And so I always focus on what I can control. And so this is something I can control three times mm -hmm. a day and um, make really great decisions on that and exercise and make sure I get rest and everything that's important. Um, but it's also like changing the legacy of my family line uh, mm -hmm. down the road. So I, I wish that somebody would have done that for me um, starting so I wouldn't have had to go through, but I'm, I feel very fortunate that I was so young to kind of stumble upon it. And it's just, um, I'm so excited for our future, which I think is a very different outlook than the five years mm. ago. No, absolutely. And then as you, know, as you get older and your kids grow and you start thinking about, well, I need to be around for grandkids and maybe even great grandkids. You want to be you want to be the the mom or the grandma or the adults who's older, who's active still and taking kids on hikes and, you know, those kind of fun things. I remember when we first moved to Colorado, gosh, in 2010, and we went, of course, you know, you're, you live by the Colorado River, you got to go whitewater rafting. And there was this gentleman who was in his late 60s, who was just really, he's like, he'd be like your favorite uncle that you, you, you always wanted. He'd take you camping and hiking. He was telling stories of taking his nieces and nephews. He never had kids of his own, but I was like, but that's what I want to be. I want to be that person, you know, the one that, that is the fun and adventurous and, and still well um, into their elder years, but that's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about how, so you had this amazing transformation, feeling better, and you decide to launch this YouTube channel, the website. So how did that play out? And then tell us how you go about 
looking at recipes and developing recipes, obviously cooking is a big thing. <laughs> so tell us how, what does that process look like for you? Yeah. So originally I was plant-based for a few years. I was trying to get my parents to get on board. So we went to, I took them to like the, in our city of Pittsburgh, there was like a premiere of eating you alive documentary. So I like, you know, packed up the car and took the whole family and, um, and different things. And, and luckily I was flipping through an, uh, kind of a newspaper for adult classes, just looking at some activities to try. And there was a plant-based class eight minutes from my house. I couldn't believe it. So I signed up, I took my mom. It was like a reading labels class um, with Sally Lipsky. And she uh, runs Plant-Based Pittsburgh, which was a, which was a plant pure pod um, mm. in Pittsburgh, which just happened to be eight minutes from my house. And so luckily, like I didn't really know anyone besides me and my husband that was doing this. And then I met Sally and the group and it was amazing. Like I had a whole new group of people so close to me. And so, you know, we all became great friends and they were, you know, trying to grow kind of the younger crowd of the group. And I was very excited. So I volunteered to do some cooking classes with them. Um, never really wasn't really a cook before being plant-based. So mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm an art teacher by profession. So I always mm. like creative. Um, so I kind of looked at food and this is a challenge of, you know, making things that your whole family will enjoy. That doesn't taste, you know, you're not eating romaine salad all day long. Um, there are so many abundantly options. So I started doing these cooking classes for Plant-Based Pittsburgh and um, actually became the co-leader of the pod and got really involved and volunteered a lot of time. And they kind of um, gave me the courage and the prep to start the YouTube channel. So I started filming myself in my kitchen, making recipes. And it's just been so much fun. I, I literally, I, one of my philosophy for the channel is to take recipes that you would, you have loved and kind of, and definitely make them whole food plant-based, SOS-free, healthy, enjoyable. So I take um, common dishes like lasagna or um, different things that you might've had uh, before, like pad thai or, um, you know, some kind of uh, spinach and artichoke dip. And I find ways to use whole foods and convert them. And so that you can enjoy, you know, the foods that you're so accustomed to and that your family enjoys. And so my hope is that, you know, your kids and your husband and your, your in-laws or something like that will jump on board and you can incorporate more of those foods into your diet. So it really, for me, is um, it's almost like an art that it's just expressing yourself in a different way and I just mm -hmm. fell in love with doing it and then getting feedback from people and, and seeing pictures of that they made one of our dishes for their Thanksgiving and how special and meaningful that is. So it's just been so fun to kind of take a thought in your head and, and try it out and then record yourself and share it with the world. So I'm I, one of my favorite things I've, I've done. Awesome. Well, I definitely want to get into your art stuff. <laughs> But outside of that first, but I would really like to know, like, what is some of the, the most favorite recipes people are constantly commenting about? And then what would be your advice for someone who's just starting out on this adventure and really struggling with how to start or what to cook first? Like, where, what are your tips there? Yeah, so everyone generally gravitates toward the dessert recipes, <laughs> especially that we make. Um, we make a chocolate sweet potato pudding and we I, I always tell people that a successful recipe for me is when I can take a recipe and make it like five different ways. 
So we have a sweet potato chocolate pudding. You can't tell that there's sweet potato in it. My husband mm -hmm. eats sweet potatoes. So he's kind of my test. If it tastes like it, you know, feed him and then kind of, you can tell. Um, so it doesn't taste like sweet potatoes, but we've turned it into like a pudding pie. It's turned into fudgesicles. Um, it's, uh, you know, there's a recipe I'm coming out with that's like a fudge with it. So there's, uh, you know, I love when you could take something simple. I think also when you make something too complicated, people tend not to do it. So simpler, the recipes are easy to follow. Things that are familiar is kind of mine. So that's a really great one that people really enjoy. And then, you know, I, I try to do classic dishes. So instead of pot roast, I have a soy curl pot roast um, that's a stew. And so that's mm. really comforting. And um, that's a great one for the fall coming up. We, I'm trying to think of all the ones. I'm always pumping out new ones. So I'm always like, what recipe did I do last week? Um, <laughs> we have a taco one coming out really soon that that's gonna, I can tell is gonna be a big hit. So there's just, there's hundreds at this point. <laughs> I try to do two a week. So it, awesome. there's a lot. <laughs> no, you scroll. Like I was rolling through your, um, website I'm like oh my goodness there's so many to choose from and so many looked good I mean it was quite delicious so you know some of the other things that um, patients mentioned to me are time so what are your favorite you know time hacks in the kitchen or helping people prepare if they are busy lives do you have any suggestions or thoughts there yeah so I'm getting ready to go back to teaching my summer breaks coming to an end so for mm -hmm. me like doing YouTube and teaching full-time and balancing everything else in my life um you know, having an instant pot, having a slow cooker, those things are really helpful um, or a crock pot or something like that. And having things also like one pan dishes, we make a um, sheet pan fajita where literally like you take everything, put seasoning and all, you can throw it in the oven and it's done. Uh, things that are quick like that really make it great. I'm not so much of a batch cooker. I just tend not to do it probably because I'm always every pretty much every other day I'm like trying to recipe test so there's always food in our freezer and stuff so I don't really like just cook everything on Sunday um that works great for a lot of people but mm -hmm. I find that having just I always tell people too it's it's cooking whole food plant-based is the same as cooking before when you had your standard American diet you can still use your slow cooker and your instant pot and you know do one pot um we do like a one pot pasta bake that's really easy and you you don't even have to cook pasta you put in uncooked and everything mm -hmm. comes together so you know the same pinterest hacks that you can find for regular <laughs> sad diet you can do with your with your food you eat now that's exactly right yeah and the well i guess if you know youtube takes a lot of time mm -hmm. i will tell you having made plenty of videos myself I, so luckily, uh, my boys, thank God, do that for me. Um, because honestly, it's, 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 it is a lot of work. And I don't, I don't think people appreciate the amount of time and effort you're putting into your recipe videos, because recipe videos even take more time because there's so many elements going on. So I, I appreciate what you're going. That's a lot, especially then working. Oh, my goodness, with kids and what grades do you teach? Um, I teach middle school. So oh, that's yeah. a fun that's a very intriguing age. It's at such a difficult age for most humans. <laughs> it's the age that I actually, when I was student teaching, I said I never wanted to teach middle school. And then um, I taught at a, I taught kindergarten through eighth grade at one school as the art teacher. And then this um, position I'm at now, 
happened to be around the time when I went plant-based. Um, so oh. I've been there for five years. Um, you know, I just seventh and eighth grade and I actually love it. It's such a discovery age and, mm. uh, you know, students really are, even sixth grade, students are really showing a lot of personality. You can tell what they like, their interests, they're developing. Uh, I like it because I try to, I try to put a lot of confidence into my students mm. and positive feedback and build them up. And, and so that's something that I'm very cautious of. And then I also run my school's cooking club. So another, uh, you know, spare time activity, but I'm on there and uh, I lead the cooking club. And so, you know, when our students present, they can cook anything that they want, that they want to share. But anytime I do one, I get on and do, um, do a plant-based one. I don't really mm -hmm. even say anything. It just, you know, is healthy and, and this then, happens uh, to be. <laughs> yeah, this summer, I actually, well, I teach for a cyber school. I should say that foremost. Um, so I was virtual before the pandemic. Um, so I teach from home and the summer I did a virtual cooking class for their, their summer club or summer camp. And we made this, uh, chickpea skillet cookie and it was mainly chickpeas. And I talked about dates on there. And so little nuggets that I'm trying to just implant information, um, that maybe they'll take with them down the road and remember. So that's mm. another way that I try to tie in. That's fantastic. Well, let's let's diverge from the plants and yummy recipes to art. So when did art enter into your life? Because I, I, <laughs> I love art. So talk to me about how did that develop and how did you decide to go into teaching? Yeah, so in high school, uh, I always took, growing up, I always took summer camps of art. That's one thing I kind of gravitated towards. But in high school, I actually um, had a great teacher. I'm still friends with him today. Um, and he definitely inspired me. It was a photography class mm. and, uh, by chance I got to take it. And then I took it for, um, two or three years in high school. And he just was such a great teacher that I just, I decided that I wanted to go for my undergrad for it. So I went, um, I went for my undergrad for a bachelor's in fine arts, specializing in photography. Uh, and then towards the end of my bachelor's, I realized like, I didn't really want to move from my area. Um, my, hus my husband and me are high school sweethearts. So he was staying in Pittsburgh. I didn't want to move from Pittsburgh. And I didn't really want to do photojournalism. So I was trying to think about the other things I could do with my degree. And so my final semester, I decided I was going to go be an art teacher hmm. um, and go into education, which awesome. was something I also was kind of interested in. It just kind of all lined up. So I kind of went straight through into my master's program and got certified. And so um, all through college, I took lots of different art classes and just kind of dabbled in just a little bit of everything. So it's been so fun. And uh, what I like about specifically art and cooking and everything else is that it's just another expression and you can kind of relax and enjoy. I know that you, I've seen your art as well that you've <laughs> done and I love those. And, and so I always tell people like, I also have a, we have a, private membership that we kind of launched to give people like extra recipes and different things. And so as part of the membership for my group, uh, I picked to share an art project every month because I want people to know too, it's not only is being whole food plant-based important um, and exercise, but your rest and your stress is also so important. So for me, giving that art element is hopefully a way for people to de-stress and to take a moment because that impacts your health immensely as well so even with my students um i also kind of tie that in that you know anxiety is so high at this point 
mm-hmm. and depression and everything else. And that's so important to your health. Um, and so, you know, finding ways that are enjoyable outlets like drawing or sculpting or painting or anything like that can be really, really valuable. Mm, absolutely. So I, <laughs> I am actually next week um, interviewing a Dr. Bruce Moon. He's a art therapist. He, oh, cool. um, yeah, really cool stuff. And I, you know, honestly, I was in the Air Force and active duty military doc and was in the small towns practicing and never really understood that the art therapy was an actual profession. And when I what got back into drawings, I've, I've kind of like, yeah, like always loved art, dabbled in drawing. I actually, uh, when I went to medical school, um, I used cartoons to actually help me memorize all the large amount of data and actually publish books based on visual mnemonics is what we call them. And so I've always loved drawing. And so getting into that now and, ha- you know, sculpting out time is really important. And I just found that honestly, stress is just like, like this. So when I was looking through your website and I saw you did an art project. I was like, oh, this is very cool. <laughs> so tell us about some of the art projects that you've done with uh, your past groups. Yeah. So with the membership, um, I always give like a bundle of recipes. They get like an extra bonus video that's not on YouTube. I give a music playlist of our, my favorite music for the month. That's kind of fun and relaxing. So people could listen to the music while they make the art if they wanted oh. to. Um, and then I do an art project. So the art project I always make, uh, they're, they're pretty much like middle school level. So everyone can do them. It's similar stuff I'm doing for my students, uh, just in case, you know, people just want to try it and, and aren't sure. So we've done, um, we've done painting, we've done drawing, we've done, um, we did, just did a, a photograph class of, of scanning family negatives. So oh, if you neat. have boxes of like, your family's like old 35 millimeter negatives and you're not sure what to do with them. I showed people how to make them digital and put them on your computer and preserve them. So that was really popular. Awesome. Um, yeah, tons of stuff. We did, we made cards. Like I showed people how to make little abstract postcards that you can, you know, when you're at home and you want to give somebody a thank you card or something like that, it just means so much more when you can make it yourself. So I kind of, those things are kind of, um, I try to make sure that they're useful and helpful as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because everyone loves, I mean, now, you know, back in the day when everyone would mail cards, it's like, oh, more cards. But now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, someone sent me a card. <laughs> it wasn't time on it. It makes it more special. Uh, it gives you, um, I love it. I love hand drawing, like thank you cards. And you can get little post-it blank ones on Amazon. 50 packs of them and you can just, you know, write your message on the back. So I think it just makes it extra special. Absolutely. You know, I moved my daughter and her friend to Boston for her residency and they sent me the sweetest handmade written card. And honestly, I was boohooing. I was like, oh, <laughs> I just treasure that that's the stuff you want to keep and that's yeah. in your memory box instead of getting tossed, you know? Yeah, so I no, I have a a shelf just for those yeah. type of things. So uh, that is awesome. So very dynamic. I love it. So then as far as when you're also um, looking to help people, you talked also about, so de-stressing, but you also mentioned your exercise and liking hiking. So mm-hmm. were you active before at all? Or then how did, what, how did you evolve um, into being active? Because I think that's a really interesting side of things too for people. Yeah. So kind of a a blessing in disguise in high school I played soccer I wasn't very good at soccer I never got to varsity level I was one of the 
I was a JV senior or junior, um, but I still went out and tried it and, and did it for fun. Um, so that helped me be a little bit active, you know, where you had to go in on, in your summer, like in July and go to a soccer camp and they make you run and stuff. So that definitely helped me. Um, in college, I kind of stopped. I didn't definitely didn't play college soccer, um, but I was lucky that my husband has always been active. He, his dad is, um, he runs like all the time. He's known in our town for the person that's running. He wakes up every day and runs still um, every single day. So he grew up and his, his dad owned, owned the gym. So that was really helpful that you know, he could definitely kind of gently pushed me to like have a life, an active lifestyle. Now I definitely wasn't, um, enjoying most of it. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> like a chore, uh, you know, and I would kind of, again, make excuses for why we would, you know, not walk a certain path or, you know, oh, you go mountain biking. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, sit at home. Um, but I can tell you that losing 80 pounds exercise is so much more enjoyable. <laughs> and I think for me too, like when I adopted a whole food plant-based diet, I read all the science on nutrition. So like, it made sense. This is going to decrease inflammation. This is going to, you know, have calcium, all these things. But then like, I feel like some people don't dive into the science behind exercise mm. and like, it's such a pillar that people sometimes miss that, you know, not only exercising is great for you, but it also it's not, not only for your heart, but like, it's great for your bones. And as a woman who, you know, starting in my thirties, you know, I just want to make sure I'm being great for my bones and I'm not sitting all day at work and, and moving and, and doing things like that. And then it's great for your mental health and, and all of pretty much your whole body. Just like when we think about you know, whole food plant-based isn't just great for diabetics. It's great for people, you know, all things, mm -hmm. right? So I kind of look at that as exercise, the science behind it too. So when I dived into the science, uh, thanks to like people like Dr. Greger who come out with his videos and, mm -hmm. and different things like that, um, it really helped like that wire of making sense that I'm not just doing this to like look good or um, anything like that. I'm doing this really for my health to be stronger in all aspects. So mm -hmm. that has helped. And then I, I'm somebody who likes to try a lot of different things. So I tried yoga. I tried spin class. I recently, this last month got into boxing. Yeah. Not boxing other people, but boxing. Like, um, I go to this, I go to a boxing gym where everyone has their own punching bag and you're it's really just a, a great like class, not even, not like boxing other opponents, but um, that has been so fun and something I never, like it's something out of yeah. my comfort zone. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a unique and different way of exercise. So I'm always trying mm. to find fun ways to change it up. I will tell you kickboxing is, was, is always been one of my favorite. It is a blast. I actually have, we have a literally a full scale, uh, boxing bag downstairs, hunter bag. We have the fast one, Ben, uh, oh my gosh, it's just a blast. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, on a whim, we just like me and my, I have a cousin, um, and it's literally close to my house and it has been so fun. So actually this morning at six o'clock this morning, I was at a, awesome. a little a class, which, um, you know, again, like, isn't something that five years ago, I ever thought I would be doing. 
And so it's anyone that knows me, I think would be surprised that I'm doing this. So it's just something that's fun to get out of your comfort zone and try. Uh, that's awesome. Unfortunately, people meet me and they're like, Ike's, uh, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so <laughs> for myself, but it's, it is a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. That is, you're stretching and you're you're getting building strength and you're jumping and you're doing all sorts of stuff and your heart's going up and that's almost like a hit exercise as well. So that is fantastic. You know, what else I like is um, I have weighted jump ropes that I really enjoy. Oh my gosh. Those are a blast as well. So fantastic. So you're an art teacher, you're exercising, you create delicious recipes, you're on YouTube, you've got this membership, which is really awesome. I would encourage people to definitely join because they're, they're, you have quite a bit of stuff out there that you're sharing. I think that would be a phenomenal one support for you, but you know, it's nice to build that community. And I, I think that would be uh, really encourage people to check it out. So, all right. So it's the Drudy family.com Drudy family and it's J A R O U D I right <laughs> family. And we'll put all the links and everything uh, in the show notes, but you know, as a final, uh, before we, you know, try to keep respectful of people's time. Which sometimes I could talk for a long time with folks. Um, what would be any final advice you'd like to share with anyone who maybe feels like they've hit a rut in a plant-based diet? Because I do have folks who, you know, switch to a plant-based diet and they get really excited to do well, but then after three, four months, like, you know, I'm just cooking the same thing. I'm just kind of like, uh, what would you do to shake things up or recommend? Yeah, I think that's totally normal, um, especially when, especially if you're the only person in your household doing it or is interested in that, that's totally normal. So my advice for me when I, anytime I hit that wall was to re-inspire myself. So I would re-watch like Forks Over Knives, even though I saw it, there's something I might've missed. I would um, look up like inspirational videos on people's stories, like Anthony's um, from your team. I would mm -hmm. watch, you know, his story. I would find people. I would join um, groups are great. The virtual world now is so wonderful. They're click away. There are so many helpful people. So, you know, that's one of the things in our Facebook group, you know, there's people from all over the world. There's people that end up, end up finding out that they're in the same town and becoming friends. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, and so finding some kind of community, there are plant pure pods with your zip code. I never realized there was one eight minutes away from my house. Um, and now some of those people are like my best friends, which has been so amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that is so key Find your tribe, get re-inspired, and then you can try new recipes. You know, if you, there are so many people out there now doing whole food plant-based recipes. And so there, you know, if you find somebody you really like, you can dabble with their stuff and, and find someone else. And so there's, there's such a great community available now for that. Mm -hmm. So just keep at it. Uh, it's normal to feel that way. And just, you know, every time you make a meal, just remind yourself why you're doing it. And, and I think those, those are some great, great points to kind of keep you going. I think that's fantastic advice. Absolutely. And just, you know, one day at a time, don't get overwhelmed and uh, play around, but definitely go to your site and get some more recipes and that'll be exciting. But you know, exactly like you said, though, there's so many people because you know, 10 years ago when I started this, I was just trying to figure out, I mean, I was truly convinced that with what happened with a patient of mine and reading the China study and then watching Forks Over Knives and all this, I was like, how do I do this though? So there wasn't near the amount. Thank God for Dr. McDougall. There's a little bit of Dr. Greger. 
it's kind of, and then I had uh, Dr. Essel's book, and then I met Essie in person and within a year <laughs> that really helped. But they're literally, it felt like I was, I was like, what do we do? How do we do this yeah. as a doctor? How do I do this with teenagers? Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. There's, there's so many, it's like everywhere you turn and now I'm getting like ads, you know, on Facebook, you get sponsored ads. They're like, I'm like, who is this person pushing a plant-based whatever? And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, even, like, even from five years ago and in my local grocery store that's near our house like they maybe had like one thing of tofu and now it's like there are so many options and all the wow. different plant milks you know and you, so that's just in such five years so yeah. I'm I'm just so excited to see you know it just get more and more popular and help people oh that's awesome yeah the the podcast will be five years old in October so I launched on my my youngest 18th birthday oh. and so that's really fun too just to see where people were and are and because that's actually how I met Anthony it's been yeah a little over five years when I first met him and then got him on the podcast and he and Kathy and stuff so um and now look where we are <laughs> yeah your team um, is expansive like I met um I met Anthony at the National Health Association said that in person, which was amazing. Um, yeah. But, you know, I saw all of the doctor's cards and I kind of followed you guys and and heard Dr. Clapper. He was at the conference to speak. And so anytime somebody is like, who do you recommend for a doctor? I'm always like, go to their group, you know, they're licensed <laughs> in like every state, you know. Um, yes, so I just, I just sent somebody in PA over to you guys. I'm like, wait, uh, they have PA, go to them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That we, and again, we, we're just so thankful for our network that's supporting us in our organic growth. And we're adding two more doctors. We're expanding quite a bit and uh, doing some other things that we're going to try and make even more affordable, but still run a lean, you know, business operationally. It's, it's challenging, but you know, medical care is um, there's not, there's a lot of red tape, let's just say. And so, yeah, it's been quite the challenge, but we really appreciate your support. And so thank you for that. Pleasure. <laughs> ah, and um, well, thank you, Brittany. You've been an absolute delight, and uh, I hope to meet you in person sometime as well. But Anthony did tell us all about it, and uh, and uh, I was like, you know, that reminds me. Please connect us so we I can get her on the podcast. So that was part of that conversation. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Ah, you're welcome. Thanks everyone for listening and check it out. It's the Girardi family, GerudiFamily.com and the Girardi family uh, YouTube. Really fun videos. Thanks again. Thanks for watching and I hope you enjoyed that video. Before you go though, please hit the subscribe button and the alert button so you will be notified whenever we upload any new videos. On Monday, we upload the Healthy Human Revolution podcast. Now, if you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can find it on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and even Spotify. On Tuesdays, we upload The Doctors In. This is where I answer your questions. Thinking of that, could you please comment below any questions you might have about health or wellness or any topics that you would like me to cover? Now, if you're looking for more resources on how to start a plant-based diet, sustain a plant-based diet, exercise, recipes, anything regarding wellness, we've got you covered. Check out HealthyHumanRevolution.com. And again, thanks for watching.